This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast, episode number five zero. Can I get some applause or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I put up with these fine people for 50 episodes. <laughs> Not quite 50. Not all y'all. But uh, hey, what's up uh, to y'all for checking us out? Uh, all you on actually live. For those of you who check out the podcast every week, thank you for the support. We appreciate it. Episode number 50. And every week we do news, politics, pop culture. We got that piping hot tea from Tanya B, who's in the building. Tanya B is happy because of Patty versus and Gladys versus. I know she's like cooked up the world. We're going to get to her menu in just a minute. But we're going to do headlines uh, in a few minutes with, from uh, my good buddy, our good buddy, Syracuse Mike. And uh, how y'all doing first? Let me let me say what's up to Vi. Vi, how you doing, man? You doing all right? I am doing great. I am doing great, my brother. I am doing great. I had to check on you because it's football season and uh, y'all still under that curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what, Tanya B, you, have you seen The Color Purple? <laughs> yes, I have. It's been a very long time, but yes, I've seen it. Yeah. But I've also uh, seen the Falcons lose like they did again today. But I'm okay with that. But I'm you know okay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when Michael Vick left, he turned around like uh, like Nettie and, <laughs> and put the two fingers up. <laughs> Everything you do, you know. He, I, I Alicia, least she left some curious. She said, do right, she said, do right by me. We don't do right by Mike. Why we still encourage? I don't know. I don't know. They need to. I'm not going to stay on football because it ain't a football podcast, but all I got to do, y'all got to take something to, to the 50 yard line and burn it. And I'm a native. And I'm just saying, damn. It's like, okay, whatever. Damn. Yeah, bro. Here we go. Life of a Falcon fan. You know it. And plus, you know, we're going to talk about also coming up. And, and I'm, I'm just super excited. And I'm, I'm going to try to wait till the Chiefs on your B for just this incredible news on the celebrity entertainment front with two individuals who sat down and they, they didn't have a beer, I guess, but they sat down and talked. And we're going to talk about that in your tea too. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Don't say anything yet. Let folks wait. Don't say anything yet. Let folks wait. Because you know what? Before we do anything, I know Versus is coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about Patty and Gladys. But before we talk about Patty and Gladys, we got to do this and find out. We got to find (laughs) out. We got to do it. We just got to do it. (laughs) What is on your menu for Versus? Well, today for the the Versus menu, we have uh, a special cocktail, uh, a cranberry watermelon uh, tequila cocktail, and then we have strawberry lemonade with vodka. And yes, there are people who are quite Christian who drink on Sundays. Anywho, wow. mm-hmm. uh, I'm re- I guess uh, bringing back some of the favorite mem- uh, menu items over the last several months. The first one is going to be um, fried fish, but I'm air frying. I'm on the air fry thing now. Air frying some fish. We've also got some smoked chicken. Mm. Yes, yeah, smoked chicken without a smoker. And I had to figure out how to do that because I don't have a smoker. It just takes a lot longer. Mm. And mm. then we're going to have our uh, collard greens with smoked turkey and... Um, Damn. <laughs> oh, my, my Yakety Jack Daniels uh, candied yams and we finished up the potato salad yesterday. But I would just say this. A few folks, a lot of people are having parties. Yeah. And before the day was over yesterday, I actually had cooked 40, 
four zero forty pounds of candied yams wow. yesterday. Wow! So so he has a lot of yams, whole lot of yams. So it's like <laughs> yeah, you got Gladys over there. You got Gladys over there cooking with you? What's uh, well, today? I could kind of, I could give Miss Patty a run for her money today, and yeah. I'm also uh, for dessert uh, again. It came down to my homemade rum raisin uh, bread pudding with the uh, today the sauce the side sauce on it is actually a uh, butter rum caramel. All, all homemade, and that's going over the bread pudding with either a dollop of vanilla ice cream. We'll serve it warm or whipped cream, whatever you know. Pick your poison. Wow! So you and even you even got windows. Today. You got windows excited. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, windows chime went off. Clean. Oh man, that's, that's some good stuff. Let me give it up for you, Tanya B, because uh, you I made mean, 40, 40 pounds of forty pounds of yams. I know, and I had to peel yeah. them too. Don't forget about that. I don't oh, have you an did, automatic you peeler. Didn't, you... I had my left hand. I swear to Jesus. Yeah. Um, I had to take a break, of course. But I'm like, do I look like a candidate for carpal tunnel? I, there are people that do that all the time. And I know a lot of restaurants and things like that. They do have the automatic peelers, but you still have to do a little, you know, digging out a little, you know, yeah. icky here and there. But yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. It was forty pounds. So you didn't you didn't do like me and just go get ones. the can the can of uh, the cans. What's the uh, what's the soul food in a can? <laughs> I don't even know because we don't do that in my family. That's an abomination. That's like saying make a, a cake out of out of a box and try to call it homemade. We don't do that in this family. That is come on y'all religious. Oh, That's a time saver. Honey, no way. That's not real All cooking. Right. You need to like that lady on the COPD commercial says, yeah. if you want people coming over for Thanksgiving, you better start cooking in October. Oh man, mm-hmm. you're no. wrong. You're wrong. But I started I, yesterday. I mean, I'm excited though. I, I think, um, and I, I've been, you know, taking a look at IG and, and just paying attention, man, that folks, everybody's cooking. I mean, this is a real big deal. You got Gladys and Patty and, and I, my hat's off to verse the versus folks for putting this together. Um, you know, Gladys, quick tale of the tape, y'all. Quick tale of the tape. She's the Empress of Soul. Seven-time Grammys. Uh, two number one Hot 100 and 11 uh, number one R&B. Uh, six number one albums R&B. Uh, she is ranked uh, among the 100 greatest uh, singers of all time, and she's inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On the Patty side, uh, she's the, you know, I should have done the, the bell. Let me do. That ain't like the, 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 the boxing bell, but close enough. Uh, she's <laughs> like the, the uh, Godmother of Soul, uh, Grammy Hall of Fame for uh, Lady Marmalade. Um, I didn't know that they were like the first African-American vocal group um, to cover, to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. I didn't know that with uh, the bell. You. And um, they were the first pop group to actually perform at the Metropolitan Opera. I didn't know that either. Uh, that was big. I remember that. I, I wanted to go so badly I wasn't old enough. Wow. But, you know, let me tell it. I was there. But, you know, she has a lot of firsts, as, a, as does Gladys, as a group member and in their respective solo career. So carry on. You must, you forgot she's got a Grammy, too. Yep. Yep. As yep. well. Yep. Yep. She uh, does. She does. And just. Tons of awards. Hollywood Hall, Walk of Fame, Apollo Hall of Fame. I'm just setting y'all up. And, and, and also, you had mentioned this. We talked about it. Um, you know, they call Patty like the greatest gay icon of all time. And uh, they say she's a prime example of the intersection of the LGBTQ community and black female artists. And, and she embraces that. And every time, because uh, I went to see her years ago, 
at um, in, I think I saw her in, in at Disney, and man, she sang "Over the Rainbow." It was like boom, you know, um, over, you know. So um, yeah, she she has a massive, very diverse following, and and just kudos to her. <laughs> So what what do you think it's going to be like? I'm I'm curious. I mean, what what do you think? It's going it's going I think it's going to be it's going to set records. I believe that it's more it's not and I said this word battle is not the correct word, but I get why no. they use it. Mm-hmm. Um just to, you know, in the interest of a call to action. But I also believe, you know, for those who may not completely know their body of work, aka millennials and Gen Xers, they are going to go to school tonight because a lot of songs that these ladies made originally or even people have sampled these young people don't know, you know, the origin of it. Yeah. Number two, you know, they should have gotten some, some uh, legends, you know, honestly, and give credit where credit is due yeah. because you don't have that many artists who have been around as long as Gla- Gladys and, and Patty have. No, forget that Gladys was, I mean, yeah, Gladys was also back in the day when this was almost unheard of. Mm-hmm. She won the Ted Mac amateur hour. She was like four or five years old. Yep. Yep. I mean, so, you know? so they're talking what six so, decades. That they, she's been yeah, uh, I think altogether, I just saw a live uh, IG that Patti LaBelle did, and she said between the two of them, it's about 120 years worth wow. of music. So just you know, do the math. And I, I think it's it's good because it it again, not that they're irrelevant, but they're 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 going to get more cool points. I think from this, I believe they're going to surpass Brandy and Monica because a lot of people who may not be internet savvy mm-hmm. are getting their children, grandchildren, niece and nephews and the kids next door to yeah. hook up their computer so they can go down to the versus battle. People are buying outfits and getting their hair and their nails on like they're going to a concert. Yep. You no. Know, and lastly, I think it's really good because I believe that their streams will definitely increase as everybody else who's done verses in the past have done. It's just a shame that they can't, you know, take advantage of this and go out and tour. Yeah. But I would like to see, you know, there are certain artists like the Patties and the, the Miss Gladys and even Monica and Brandy who would get a bag if they did a virtual concert, but it mm. just has to be done right. And I don't think any of them, no matter, you know, it's like Brandy and Monica are like the, I guess two generations removed from Patty and, and Gladys. So I think it's just going to be good for the culture. Um, anybody who's watching football needs to put their, you know, DVR, whatever, put it on pause. Well, if you're in Atlanta, you're not already throw, throw, throwing your DVR out the window. So go ahead. Well, put it like, if you're in Atlanta, you've got nothing to lose because <laughs> um, it's already done for the day. But, you know, I think it's it's really, it's for the culture. And it, yeah, just from, you know, like you said, looking on IG, it's just as if people are actually going to a live concert. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, I, I mean, I was I was just going through the playlist and stuff. And, and when you I can't play it all because, you know, of course, you know, SoundCloud and all these other folks hit me for, you know, playing the music. But, man, the music, when you go through, it's like, man, I mean, it is just phenomenal, man. And then even even looking at the stuff that's been sampled, um, you know, and, you know, Pat, Patty and Gladys, both relevant in the 90s. And even in the 2000s, still making music. I think, man. Yeah, even now, yeah. you know, because it's, they it's still have ridiculous. loyal fans, very loyal fans. Like you said, with Patty, with the LGBTQ audience, you know, they could be in a cornfield and people will show up to see either of these ladies or both of them. Yeah. So Vi, who's your favorite, man? Who's who's of, of all the of the, the ladies? Who, which one is your favorite? You can get up on the mic. I know I just well, go ahead. Go ahead. Tanya B, I'm going to let Vi get his mic straight. But, you know, uh, Tanya B., which one is your favorite? 
You know, it's it, it's it's hard, but I think only because of more, I guess, crossover success and film con, uh, film soundtrack songs and and TV visibility. Yeah, and movies. I would have to drop it with Miss Patty. Really? Okay. I mean, but, I, but, but here's yeah. the thing, Gladys. Is, I mean, Gladys. You know, that's not chump change either. So, no, no. like I said, I, I don't. I don't know if I want to pick one because I think when this thing starts, we're going to be reminded of songs that we forgot about, and we're going to be reminded of why these two women are who they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ATL, so I'm trying to I'm trying to show love to the ATL by going with Gladys. I know you 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 like Philadelphia. <laughs> I've lived in both so, places, but here's a trivia yeah. question. Here's a little, a little piece of Black history for you. What's up? Once upon a time, I was getting. Uh, interviewed for a job at a particular company that we won't mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the person that was interviewing me met me for the interview at May It Rest in Peace. Now it's a seafood restaurant. Um, the location formerly known as Gladys Nice Chicken and Waffles right wow. here on Peachtree Street in Atlanta. Wow, okay, okay. So you, you went in the building. Okay. Get there. So Vi, I got you now. Um, of the of the two ladies, uh, Patty and Gladys, who do you tend to like most? I'm- Oh, Gladys. Definitely Gladys. Okay. See, why you say definitely Gladys? I mean, you didn't even hesitate. Damn. Well, Gladys, no, because to me, Patty LaBelle is a, I don't know, I would consider Patty LaBelle. To me, Gladys to me is more soul, I guess, more soul RB to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Patty LaBelle is more like, sort of like crossover. Okay. Okay. You think- me, I don't know. I, I just, for, for, for me, because I, I, probably because my mom, Grew up on Gladys also. We didn't. I didn't grow up on Patti LaBelle. I know. I know about Patti LaBelle. I know how famous she is. Yeah. About the talent, but as for her music, mm-hmm. I don't know. But as for her talent, I thought I think she's a better singer, mm-hmm. has a better voice than Gladys. Mm-hmm, okay. But I like Gladys' music better. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean Gladys has. Uh, I, I mean Gladys candidly, and, and people debate this all the time. Gladys has more hits. Uh, a lot of people will, right. you know, and, and, and when it comes down to even, you know, you say crossover, but but Gladys has like Hot 100 worldwide. Right. Nas- yeah. International great, records the, that, you know, have been yeah. you know, big. Go the ahead. Great Vine, yep. you know, yep. stuff like that. All right, cool. But you know what? Glass, Glass was really almost at the top of her game for the first go round. Mm-hmm. You know, in the 60s, mm-hmm. when Heard It Through the Grapevine and Friendship Train and If I Were Your Woman right. were out and they were all big hits. But back then was when Patty, um, with or without the Bluebells, they were struggling. Yeah. So yeah. during that time period, they didn't, you know, collectively or individually, there were no hits. Mm-hmm. Gladys was like, bam, right. bam, bam. And she hit with Midnight Train to Georgia. You know, oh, that was all she right. wrote. It so, was all over. you know, when you look at I, right. I could see why Gladys would have more hits just just by default. Well, people people don't okay. recall or, or, or think about the fact that, you know, Patty really came into her own more after she left the Bluebells. I mean, and well, Patty, right. after she left, not, after not LaBelle. LaBelle, after LaBelle. You know, that's that's when, you know, you are my friend. And and, you know, that's when she really started to do a bunch of stuff uh, in touring and concerts. And then she's, you know, you know, kicking the shoes off. (laughs) I mean, all that all the antics started, you know, the the costumes when she was doing LaBelle. So, so, you know, I'm 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 excited either way. Go ahead. ahead. Yeah. I think Patty Patty got more famous as she got older, not when she was younger. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Go she, ahead, Tony. You know, one thing we have to give to Gladys, unless it's one achievement that Patty LaBelle, at least, you know, unless I miss the memo, does not have. Mm-hmm. Gladys had a long-term multi-year residency in Vegas before people really even figured out what was going on. Wow. Back when George Wallace was there, back when Donnie and Marie were there, way before Boyce Cement and, and Mariah Carey got there. So Gladys, she got it. Good she stuff. got it on that. Vegas residency. I believe she was there for like between four and six years. Mm-mm-mm. Good stuff. Well, hey, y'all, here's, here's what's up. Um, you know, we're not going we're not going to stay in here because uh, I know a lot of y'all uh, either. I mean, if you're listening live, we, you know, we, we do the show for an hour. Um, so I know a lot of y'all got parties coming up. So we're going to get through this. I know Tanya B got her big party coming up. So, um, so, you okay, know, y'all we, got 45 minutes. In my life. <laughs> Come on. So I, I know she's going to be ringing the bell on me, but let's do this. Y'all. The first thing, you know, we always do, we got to bring you up to speed with what happened in the news. Let's listen to some clips, uh, find out what happened this week and we'll come back and talk about it. We'll do some hard news right now. Here we go. Jacob Blake made his first public comment since a police officer shot him in the back seven times in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He said he is in constant pain. 24 hours, every 24 hours, it's pain, it's number pain. It hurts to breathe, it hurts to sleep, it hurts to move from side to side, it hurts to eat. Please, I'm telling you, change our lives out there. We can stick together, make some money, make make everything easier for our people out here, man, because there's so much time that has been wasted. Blake is paralyzed from the waist down. The video was posted on Twitter by his family's attorney, Ben Cronk. President Trump, in recorded interviews and based on a new book by journalist Bob Woodward, acknowledged in February that he knew how deadly and contagious the coronavirus was, but did not convey that information to the American people. In tapes obtained by the Washington Post, here's the president and Woodward. I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. Later yesterday, after all of this became public, the president defended his decision to reporters. Democratic challenger Joe Biden said... He knew and purposely played it down. Worse, he lied to the American people. The blowback against President Trump continued Thursday after it was revealed that he told author Bob Woodward of Woodward and Bernstein fame that he intentionally held back information from the public about the severity of the coronavirus. But yesterday, Mr. Trump again said he didn't mislead the public. I don't want to jump up and down and start screaming death, death, because that's not what it's about. We have to lead a country. Wednesday, the president called Woodward's reporting just another political hit job and cast himself as a cheerleader for this country. And why release a book on Trump now? Woodward says that he needed time to be sure that the president's comments from February were accurate. Senate Democrats have blocked a new scaled-down coronavirus relief bill, saying it's just not enough. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Chuck Schumer and I called it a It's not only a skinny bill, it's emaciated. It doesn't help state and local workers at all. Several Republican senators say they are now skeptical anything can be done before Election Day. The fires continue to rage on the West Coast. Dozens of wildfires in Oregon have forced the evacuation of more than a half million residents, leaving Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler to declare a state of emergency. Wildfires have burned in California as well. At least 23 people have been killed in fires out west. Man, have y'all been checking out the pictures coming back from the West Coast? The orange? I mean, Tanya B, have, have, have you horrible. seen it? This is, 
it 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 almost doesn't look real. And no. I'm looking at that going, how many times have folks in California been through this in the last few years? Like at least three, maybe more. It is amazing. It's just the West Coast period, you know, from Seattle, well, Washington State down to Southern California. It looks. Remember that movie from the 70s, a towering inferno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that. or It almost looks like the Wendy's. They got burnt down in southwest Atlanta. No, it, it looks it looks it looks like a science fiction movie to me. You know, when I when I looked at um, there's a guy who did a drone shot in, in downtown San Francisco. Right. So everything is orange. You know, the, the sky, you know, the, the reflection on the ground, the buildings and the drones going through. It looks like Blade Runner. Yeah, I mean, he, he was saying, you know, this looks like, you know, the, the old movie, you know, Harrison Ford. And, and, and it's, it's right, man. It's true. I mean, and, and people are just sending pictures, tw- you know, basically posted on Twitter. All these orange photos, man. You've got friends, you know, people, you know, family. I mean, it is. Um, I mean, I, I've never seen anything like this. And, and you know what? You know what I think it is, Tanya B? You know why? I think it's the Lion King. Is that the, 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 the Lion King? Trump, the Lion King, Trump, or is that Trump, the, 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 the No, not the Lion. L I O N. It's the L Y I N G. The yes, Lion this, yeah. King in 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 at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania or Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter Plaza. Plaza. It's karma. It's also karma. I mean, okay. I, I think I think you know the world, the the universe is trying to tell him, dude, you need to stop lying, because because it's it's like. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You laugh. I mean, I'm. I'm just saying. I mean, it's just like this thing with the coronavirus, and and y'all may not. You may laugh at me for saying this, but but this is kind of this is the kind of shit that starts class action lawsuits. You know what I'm saying? When when you come out and say, well, you know, I knew about it, but I kind of talked it down. I mean, for for people, if I had a family member, or you know, if if something had affected me long term, you know, I'm I'm gonna find a lawyer and I'm a lawyer up and I'm suing the government. I mean, so I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing and and these this admission with Woodward, if all this comes down to a class action lawsuit eventually. Now, I know there are probably going to be some things constitutional that will get him off the hook, but. It's just a blatant lie. And, and you know, I, I got to ask, and, and maybe y'all can answer this for me. How can people follow this dude, continue to follow him oh, off the cliff? I don't know. With, how can they not? I think, and you they, know, blame, they blame the reporter instead of blaming Trump. Now, I will well, say this. Yeah, yeah, I will say this, and That's I mentioned this on social media. I don't blame the reporter, but it's an observation. You know, if it was this extreme... You know, and, and I'm if I'm getting closer to June, I would have probably said, hey, y'all, uh, I'm working on something. You may want to hear you may want to listen to this. I mean, behind the scenes, at least talk to people in charge or some of the folks maybe on the other side of the aisle and say, I've got this. Check it out. But to hold it until September, that's a long time for somebody that I mean, just it, could you do it? Could you hold that, that kind of information, Tanya B.? For, for, no, if it were anybody else, there would be lawsuits flying all over the place because Lord knows there are way more attorneys looking for a bag for anybody, you know, than anything. You're the think about it when people die in a hospital yeah. and the hospital is negligent, they get sued. Mm-hmm. If a drunk driver hits your car and you lose your life, you sue them and their insurance company. Yep. 
I mean, this is this is like think about presidential malpractice. Go ahead, Vine. New term. Think about like that drug he keeps telling everybody to use. Yeah. They say it doesn't work. <laughs> it could kill people. But he keeps saying it. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps saying it. So it's it's just amazing okay, to me. And and I get your point, Vi. It, it's it's amazing and it's frustrating that people don't call him to task. And and I I I had mentioned right. about Woodward just out of observation, um, the fact that uh he held on to the information for so long, but it's not his fault. The buck stops with the president. I right. mean, ultimately the buck stops at his office, at his desk, period. But you, what would yeah. make it worse though? Yeah. If he knew that, mm-hmm. the rest of his his administration did also. Did they say anything? Yeah. Yep. Nobody in the administration said anything. They still ain't saying that. That's my point. That's my point. And one more thing I want to play real quick. I'm not going to stay on the hard news too long because we want to get into the tea. And there's some really good tea this week that, that will hopefully, hopefully lift uh, some spirits of <laughs> folks after this crazy-ass week. But I do want to play this, y'all. Um, I, I want to play this just to get your thoughts. Why did you lie to the American people, and why should we trust what you have to say Such now? a terrible question and the phraseology. I didn't lie. What I said is we have to be calm. We can't be panicked. Uh, I knew that the tapes were These were a series of phone calls that we had, mostly phone calls. And uh, Bob Woodward is somebody that, I respect just from hearing the name for many, many years, not knowing too much about his work, not caring about his work. Now I'm going to stop right there. He's lying. <laughs> you know, this, this dude in his seventies and he doesn't remember Watergate. I mean, Bob Woodward, Woodward and, and Bernstein, these guys are freaking known internationally Icon. in the history yes. book. They are journalistic icons. You know what I'm saying? They brought Icon. down Nixon. Icon. So how does he not know? It's just fucking amazing, man. I'm just like, I'm listening to this guy, but but I played that to say uh, kudos to John Carl for having the balls to ask the question the way he did, because these other reporters tiptoe around that shit. They're like, well, Mr. Pitt, fuck that dude. Dude, you lied. Why did you lie? I mean, that's the point. That's the question people should ask him. Why did you lie? Don't sugarcoat it. Stop playing. So so kudos to John Carl. And, and you know what? I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him, this is for John Carl. <laughs> and I'm going to even... That, All right. Dude, that's for John Carl because he had the balls to do what a Sam Donaldson back in the day would have done, or even a Helen Thomas, who used to be on on the uh, White House press corps. They wouldn't have. Oh, they wouldn't may have, she rest in peace. May yes. she rest in peace. Ellen. I mean, she wouldn't have stepped back. I mean, she got into some hot water for saying some stuff. But my point is, they wouldn't have stepped back and let this guy get away with that shit. It's like, look, dude, why did you lie? They need to. They, so, you know. Why that, did you lie? Why did you lie? So, you know, um, but I think they, they've caught Trump in so many lies. It's just no big deal to catch me to lie no more. He's the Lion King. So he's the, his new name right. among the many names, not L-I-O-N, but L-Y-I-N-G. He's the Lion King. He wants to be a king. He's the Lion King. He is. I mean, there's they no doubt about so many lies. it. So it's, no, it's not a shock anymore. It's no big deal. It's, it's amazing. It's lie you told. It's amazing. It's amazing. Tanya B, anything on that before we wrap up well, the, you know, our news? Uh, 
ABC has some special coming on, and it, you know, like a Q&A with Trump. And I know it's going to get nasty. I know it's going to get funky. I know he's going to try to control the narrative if he already hasn't. But when those kind of questions come up, I believe it's on ABC tomorrow, either tonight or tomorrow at 8 p.m. I wonder how he's going to skirt those because I think he's going to start with his name calling and finger pointing and intimidating, you know, is his his posture and his stance. And I wouldn't be surprised if he walked out. But if you know this is what you signed up for, you know, ex- expect to to walk away with, you know, your, your butt broiled. Yeah, I, you know, I, I sometimes just, people lie yeah. so much they believe their own lies, and he's a perfect example of that. So you'd rather not have people panic when they panicked anyway, and all these people are dying close to death, yeah. you know, That's on amazing. these ventilators. You're telling them to take this vaccine, and it's not working, and they stopped the trials because people are getting sick. You know, tell him, go drink some bleach. Go drink some bleach. I mean, in in my in my history as a as as you know, a train as someone who went to school for journalism, um, as someone who's who's been around long enough to at least get the tail end of maybe as a, as a youngster, maybe some of the Watergate, you know, some of the stuff in politics. In my history, I've never heard a president lie this much so blatantly. I mean, it's it's normal, like you know, when like for example, we, we go back to Bush when when he said, "Read my lips, no new taxes." Now, stuff like that may go against them because they say things that basically are out of their control. Does that make sense? But that's different. That's not a lie. That's just you saying, making a strategic he error. <laughs> Correct. You made a strategic, a you made a strategic error in promising something that you yeah. couldn't sway. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He made a promise that he wasn't able to keep. Yeah. Not that he didn't try to keep it. What Trump told was a lie. Yeah. Yeah. He so, knew it. Yeah. And he said different. Yep. And so and he's still saying the same. And he's still saying it. He's still saying it's it. not that serious. It's not that serious. Still saying. It. I'm so, saying if you're a parent, you should be really pissed. Because yeah. he said, I know kids can get it and die from it. But he got on news and said, yeah. kids can't get it. And if they do get it, they're not gonna die. Yeah, it's just gonna but be a sneeze. That, but he knew opposite. <laughs> Sniffles. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's take but a break. We're gonna take a break. Tanya B, you got your tea ready? You you ready? I'm waiting on. Oh yeah, I got my tea ready. I got the fan ready, and I've got my fire extinguisher. Yeah, good stuff. Yes. Good stuff. All right, y'all. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back after this. We'll come back. All right, y'all, we are back. And here she come, y'all. She coming in the building. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 She got the savage tea for y'all. Oh, yeah. Tanya B. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I know. I, I read. I read. I, I know what you got. So go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Well, we can spin the wheel. Um, I've got some ridiculous. I've got a little bit of reality. And I've got some ratchet. So. Bye. If you like to spin the wheel, go right ahead. Bye. Spin the wheel. Go ahead. You got it. Spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on the ratchet. <laughs> All right. oh, ratchet it is. I go for I it. I should have known that. Well, in this week's ratchet report, we have the queen, Miss Tamar Braxton. And in case you haven't heard, the first story that came out earlier this week was that her boyfriend, I call him David 
David Ada, Boo Boo, whatever his name is, the so-called African businessman who clearly don't have pot in a window to piss in when it comes to money. But anyway, mm. uh, he filed a domestic abuse claim against Tamar, claiming that she tried to to strike him. What? And I, I know, I know, I know. I, I figured there was much it. more to this. And what was happening is apparently or allegedly he was uh, driving her to a mental health facility and she flipped out and she said to him, I'm going to get my goons to come after you. I guess he claimed that was a threat. But then he told her, well, if you want to, you know, you want to kick it like that, then this is about to be a murder suicide and look like you were the one that committed it. Wow. So they're going back and forth. This is clearly, she says he's the love of her life. This is the most toxic relationship. Well, she seems to kind of attract that kind of vibe. So maybe it's what she's used to, or maybe what she thinks will give her you know, attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. And how interesting, again, people were thinking it was a stunt because that Get Your Life reality show came on Thursday night. I DVR'd it, but I, I have no interest at all in that because it's the same old thing. Tamar gives them crazy. Then they record her and she, neither one of them has any control over, you know, what the final product is going to be. Mm-hmm. So she didn't like the way it made her look. He claims didn't make him look good, but he's you know clearly very controlling to the point where he told Tamar, I don't want another man coming up in my house. And I'm like, wait a second. Mm. You don't have a house. It's not your house. When it was, it was her house. And it was Vincent Herbert, Tamar's ex-husband, coming to pick up their son, Logan. Mm-hmm. Who does not need to be in this situation? Hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, a text has uh, surfaced with Vince kind of telling this David Ada Faco mm-hmm. to kind of go kick rocks because, uh, you know, he sees through it. But, you know, it, it's interesting because, um, you know, this I guess people live a certain way. The money's not coming in. You expect it will. And all, all Tamar can really do now is reality TV because she can't tour. But, you know, the sad part about it is, is that, again, you've got a six or seven year old little boy who does not need to be in that toxic situation. So yeah. Vincent Herbert, Miss Evelyn Braxton, Tony, Tawanda, somebody go get that little boy. He does not need to be around that man or right now doesn't need to be around his mama. Yeah. And, you know, mental illness is real. Yeah. Mental well, you know, let me say this is real. You know, I hope I hope she can get the money, you know, with with whatever she's doing um, on the on the reality side. But this, you know, as long as this continues like this, it ain't going to end well. We could we, we could say that. No, that's the thing. it ain't going to end not. well. And see, she asked, to release, you know. she asked to be released from her contract. So I don't think the network has to pay her a dime. They own the footage. They control it. Yeah. All right. Well, well, keep us up to date. What you got next? There's your ratchet. OK. Oh, let's talk about <laughs> I'm not really big into this. Is this artist or anything? But I, Wiz Khalifa and I just call him Weed Khalifa because he just launched a new uh Cannabis culinary delivery only service is called Hot Box by Wiz. (laughs) 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 And everything includes cannabis, but it's not. Okay. uh, It includes cannabis. (laughs) So, yes, thank you. So, basically, CBD. This is for, you know, so, you know, he's got what he calls a top shelf munchy menu. he calls burnt ends, whatever. I'm not a weed smoker. Uh, he's called them now blazed ends. And he's got what he calls this mile high dark chocolate brownie. And he said, you just got to be hungry. And this service launches October 1st, but only in, I guess the weed capitals where it's legal, um, Chicago, Houston, LA, and of course, New York city. So, you can so, it. so basically he's doing um, like Starbucks for weed. 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, or or, or uh, Postmates for weed because it Damn. gets delivered. It gets delivered. So yes. delivered. Yes. Grubhub for weed. You know. Mm-hmm. Damn. Go ahead, dude. Let me give him. A, I mean, not because I don't smoke weed. I don't. Me, but you know but, what? He can't torso. He's got to make money. He's but you know, but but up. but the weed still, man. The bills don't stop. If you're a weed man out there, you got to be pissed right now because like, what the fuck? Is oh well, <laughs> if you're uh, the weed man in California, you're also pissed because isn't it burning up? Oh shit! Whew, we could go. I, I didn't think about Woo-hoo. that. <laughs> but can you can you think? Oh wow! I didn't Everybody think about that. There's a lot of wow. Washington State too. Everybody's contact Damn. high. You know, in the Pacific Northwest on the West Coast because all that weed Damn. is doing the disco inferno. Damn, I didn't even think about that. I wonder if they're trying to protect the weed the weed farms. That's deep. No, because I understand the wheat farmers weren't making the money, money that they thought they were going to make. So mm. for them to have it burn, they actually probably will do better. Wow. Wow. The mm. black market wheat is what sells in California. Well, I bet, I bet, you know, I bet Wiz Khalifa is going, he's going, he's going to make some money on this, you know, being the grub, yeah. the grub hub of hey. wheat, you know. And so. you know, he probably got the idea from when he and his son did that Oreo commercial. He <laughs> just got to be hungry. <laughs> got to be hungry. <laughs> All right, what you got next? Uh, see, what do you do? You want to talk about? Oh, let's let me talk about this because I, I you know what I want to talk I, about. I you know it. what I want to talk about. So I'm just I'm just waiting. I want to talk about Dr. Dre real quick. All right, you know? real make it real quick because you know what I'm waiting. You know what I'm waiting on. So go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. Go for it. I don't know what you what you talking about, Willis. You know, I just think you know <laughs> I get it. You asked for the world, and she just looks ridiculous because I told you last week she wants almost two million dollars a month in temporary. Spousal yeah. support until the divorce is finalized. Here's what yeah, she's yeah, asking yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Okay. $100,000 a month for mortgage. Now, I think the house is paid for. You just stay in that house. Maybe maybe those are the taxes on the house. I don't know. Okay. Then she's asking for $20,000 a month for her cell phone bill. Her what? Email, Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, How much for who, the cell phone bill? Who is she calling? <laughs> who the hell is she calling? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up. What's what the she, number? She, What's the number she again? Got a, she got a bid. Damn. Wait a minute. What's the number 20, for cell phone? Look, you, you can call. Look, you can oh, call shit. anywhere in the world. It does not cost you twenty thousand dollars. Oh month. my god! I mean, plus you got unlimited plans. You got Wi-Fi. You know, when you damn. email, FaceTime, oh. Zoom. Oh wait! But keep wait, going. Keep more. going. Keep going. Just keep going. Then she's asking. I, I, okay, I ten thousand dollars a month for laundry and dry uh, laundry and uh, housekeeping. $135,000 for clothes, but she don't work, so where's she going? Then she's asking for, here's the gag, yeah. $900,000 a month for entertaining. What? what? The most expensive anything on the planet does not cost $9,000 a month. What is she, who, entertaining? What is she doing? She booking concerts? <laughs> Damn. Not even. Uh, right. And then here's the other, oh, she wants $60,000 a month for living expenses, education, and tuition. Now, you already asked for money for your mortgage, your cell phone bill, the housekeeping, the cleaning, the dry cleaning and entertaining. Mm. So whose education? She's a lawyer by trade. The kids are grown. So it's not like he's got to pay their tuition or, you know, for their school books. And then here's a gag. Mm. She wants him to give her $125,000 a month for charitable contributions. Again, I say, where are you going, Miss Thang? And she wants, she wants him to give her money. She's going to give away to somebody else. Girl, bye. You know what it sounds like to me? A losing case, pretty much. 
You know what? She's at, she, she, when it's all said and done, she might get one tenth of that. She just needs to go on yeah, because you know, Dr. Dre was, for the sky. before he married her, you know, he had aftermath. He had NWA. The chronic had already come out. So how she thinks she's responsible for aftermath records and Eminem, mm. I don't get it. So maybe she need to call Wiz Khalifa because she's crazy. She's not making sense. Okay. All right. What well, you got next? She shouldn't have signed the prenub anyway. Yeah. That's, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Keep us up to date. But you know what I'm waiting on, yeah. Tanya B. I'm, I'm a, can I, I, I got to do something. Let me see if I can get it right. Here, here we go. Here we go. Hope y'all can hear that. We are the world has happened, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. You ready, Tanya B? I know you got to say it. You know what I'm talking about? about? You know what I'm talking what about. Go on and get oh, to the okay. story. Before we get into that, can I just say one oh, thing? And also, oh, this is damn. I got one serious thing to say. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I got to say five on it to Naomi Osaka oh. and to Serena Williams for making history at the U.S. Open. Black mm-hmm. Girl Magic, can we give them a round of applause, please? Yes, I can. Yes, I yeah. can. Hey, hang on. Yeah, Let me give yeah. it to them. Serena, Naomi. Yes. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Let me, let me give them a little bit of this, too. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, hey, Tanya B, stop playing with me. Go ahead, please, please. Now. What, what do you want to talk about, Josh Bellamy or Halle Berry? No, no, no. You know what I want to talk about. This is this this is just world shattering. By you looking around like you don't know. This this is like when dogs and cats living together. <laughs> this is this is earth shattering. This this news, truly. Tanya B, please give it to us. Please don't play with me no more. Uh, you give me the headline. I'll take it from there. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm. Who I'm trying to get myself together? Please, you, you please. You the headline. <laughs> All right, you want me to say it? All right, for take the. It. For the thirtieth anniversary, by and I'm, I'm gonna play it. One, I gotta play this one more time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> For the thirtieth anniversary of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yes, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith and Janet Hubert are sitting down to talk. Very I don't know if they made up, but they they're sitting down to talk. And and candidly, let me. Can I tell y'all a quick story? I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Okay. Okay. Then I'll come back. Back, I, 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 <laughs> back in the ahead. day, when if you remember, uh, and they they had this when VH1 used to do behind the music. Okay, there was a radio station where Will went on, and basically gave the reason why she left the show, and she sued. You remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the station I was producing. <laughs> so so we had Will <laughs> in the studio and we asked Will, we said, Hey Will, hey man, because Will Will is cool as hell when you meet went back in the day. He was just, you know, he was new to uh the sitcom business. He was a radio, he was a music guy, he was a hip hop DJ. So we said, Hey Will, we knew him from the music side. We said, Hey man, uh can you tell us uh, you know, why uh, you know, she left the show? I mean, was it blah blah blah, which is the reason they were given in the news. He said, now nah, I'm going to give y'all the real reason why. And 
right after he got off the air, a lawyer called and said, hey, we need we need tapes of the show. And we said, what the fuck do they need tapes for the show for? So that was her beginning of a lawsuit, basically, uh, where she went after the network and went after him. And it started kind of started there because he wasn't really um, how can I say it? He wasn't shy about telling people why um, she wasn't on the show. You know, and, and um, you know, that's where the whole beef kind of started. But but I will tell you, after 30 years, they needed to put this thing to rest. I mean, this is well, kind of, you know, <sighs> go ahead, Tanya B, about jump in. Uh, think, okay, and, and Will even said, I was immature then. It was my show, yep. and, you know, Janet Hubbard, you know, had come from, you know, uh, say, uh, a formally trained acting background. She was Juilliard trained. Kowtow to a 19-year-old. But mm-hmm. again, Will said, think about it, he was 19, 20 years old. So of course you're smelling yourself and you're still at the top of your game. Yeah. And you know, it was like my show, my way or hit the highway. Mm-hmm. But I would just say this, and maybe it's just me, but until she was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. I didn't know who that woman was. No, and I mean, no. you know, she's been very bitter you know, about that. And I understand that even the late James Avery, may he rest in peace, that was Uncle Phil, you know, tried to break it down to her and explain to her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was almost like if she were, uh, you know, Betty Davis and she had her cigarette saying, how dare you, how dare you? But um, I I give it to Will to be man enough to say that was 30 years ago. I was immature. I've grown, you know, I'm a man now because he was really a kid back then. And, you know, it's going to be interesting because, and I'll I'll be real quick with this. I know we're on a time constraint. Um, I am going up for HBO max and I might go get the free 30 day trial so I can have it over Thanksgiving weekend because they are actually going to show all 148 episodes of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Then they're going to have the cash reunion and she's going to be there. At first original aunt Viv was not going to be there. And she's going to be there. And I want to see how they honor the late James Avery. So Thanksgiving weekend, you know, we'll, we'll go up for that. But, well, from um, what I heard, they're not, uh, she is not going to be in the room with the cast. That was one of the things that she's, she's always uh, said in her, in, on her YouTube yeah. and, and social media that she would never, it was a one-on-one. she would yes. never connect with the cast again. Uh, so it's, it's her one-on-one separate from the cast. Uh, but you know what? I'm, 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 I'm just glad it's over. Uh, it, it's just so toxic. It's it's one of the most, I think maybe there are a few others out there, uh, but it's one of the most toxic uh, because it never went both ways. You know what I'm saying, Tanya B? I mean, after Will maybe said a few things to maybe stoke the fire early, Will never said anything else. I mean, other than right, he kept why are you moving. doing this shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was all coming from her. And it was his show. Yeah, it was his show. Yeah, but she, go ahead. But- but she said she she said Will is the reason why she couldn't get any more jobs. Yeah, and that's that's what you know candidly. That was, but yeah. you know. Oh, ask go ahead. She go ahead, Tony. I, I want to say Alcina, something. Please say what? Oh, damn. You no, to you go didn't. Call <laughs> I mean, I really, I really, and I will say this: she was my, she's my favorite Aunt Viv. I like Janet. I mean, she was my favorite Aunt Viv, and when she left the show, candidly. I never really, I never really took hold to Daphne uh, Reed. I, you know, she was okay, but the first Aunt Bib was just. I mean, you know, Janet was. You know, she could have really kept that show, even though they continued to do their thing and they continued to keep the show functioning on a high level. 
you know, I think, you know, if, if, if everything would have worked out right and she stuck with that show, I think she would have probably had a better career if it ended maybe three to five years. Well, not three years she stayed, but if it, if she had maybe gone into the fifth, sixth season, then her career may not have died the way it did. That's unfortunate. And, and you know what? Oh, yeah. and, and if okay. it had been set okay. up just so, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv could have had a spinoff. You never yeah. know. Yep, you never know. So I'm just glad. I, I hate to see that kind I'm, of shit okay. happen like that. You know, damn. I mean, you know, so I'm, I'm glad it's over. I mean, it was life just, is too short. Because I, w- I would see, I would, I would get, the, I mean, you know, I was subscribing to her YouTube channel and I would get the pop up, you know, the, 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 the notification that she got. So I'm like, Oh hell, here we go, you know. And the de- the, the demon music would start playing, and it's like, oh damn, here we go, She's cutting in. Um, but but I I'm I'm really happy that they 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 buried the hatchet. I hear she's working on some animation stuff um, that may involve uh, what's her name, uh, Angela Bassett, um, mm, maybe, maybe helping okay. her fund it. Uh, so the word is that she's got some stuff coming up, and I hope Will you know gets behind it. You know, with with whatever influence he has, he still has a lot of influence and and help. It will help her move forward, because one of the things she said, and I'll leave it at this, that really kind of touched my heart. She said the, the problem she has with this is that it is going to impact her kid's legacy, her her son and her her son's son, you know, her, her family. Uh, so she wanted to end it in some way because she just didn't want to have this. Uh, take this to her grave, which I thought was, <laughs> you know. At the ahead. end of the day, you know, Will Smith was that guy. So no matter how good of an actor she is or was at that time, yeah. no matter whether it was all of his faults or not, yeah, she still got the scarlet letter yeah. because Will Smith was the golden boy at that time. Yeah, you know, and, and he was that know, nice correct. safe rapper yeah. that everybody could take their kids to see and he was making this nice clean show and he was young and funny and relatable. And let me say this, y'all, it, it, it ain't an anomaly. It ain't, I mean, that happens all the time where you get, uh, you know, a, a, a comedian or a singer or, you know, somebody in the music business who jumps into a situation like that and they become the golden child. And you have these people who are trained actors who have to kind of, you know, take the, you know, secondary, you know, the second take banana, the you know, so, but, but that happens all the time. You know, you can, you can look at, even and I, I'll mention this, Roseanne. She, Roseanne wasn't a, a trained actress. I mean, she was a comedian. Nope. <laughs> Mo, you look at most people. Almost every sitcom, unless you get somebody who came from classically trained theater, like John Lithgow, Shit, Moesha. Who, you know, ended up having a great <laughs> career with Third Rock from the Sun. That's what I'm saying. You know, to go to TV was ruining your career, and for somebody who wasn't on the same level, yeah, yeah, that you felt you were on, it was an insult. And Will was not a classically trained actor. He probably come in there, you know, clowning and you know, and and acting like a nineteen-year-old, twenty-year-old kid because he was not an adult at that time. But I heard this story, yep. and 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 this is I heard this story, which mm-hmm. um, this guy worked hard. I heard this story. Y'all probably heard the story that Will learned everybody's freaking line to the point where yes. he would read people's lines back to them. He he knew every he knew the whole script. So that's how hard he trained because he always wanted to know he wanted to be on time. He wanted to make sure his lines were done. Well, he said it got to a point. I don't know if y'all probably heard the interview where he was mouth. He would mouth other people's lines so he could keep his timing in track, you know, and that's amazing. So he worked hard to get what he's got, 
you know, and you know, so hopefully yeah, it wasn't given. Move on. Yeah, it wasn't ahead. given to him. No, it was not. It was not. He might have went. To, yeah. When he got there, he worked. Yep. And you he know, put in the work. When he got there, he put in the work. And ben, ben, you know, Benny Medina, uh, music industry, you know, mogul and and Quincy Jones, they weren't gonna have that shit from Janet. You know, like look, look, man, fight a girl. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Oh, think about that was really that was her come up. No, I get that she was, you know, a classically trained, you know, actress, but that was really her come up because again, I say up until then, mm-hmm. I think I'm more in the ma- majority of people that had not heard of her. Yeah. But I will say this, I I did love her as the original Aunt Viv, and I hope that this helps the tra- trajectory of her career going forward. I hope it's not too late and she's doing animation. She's doing some other things. I really hope the best and wish the best for her. I mean, and, and this, this, this really warmed my heart when I saw the picture in social media, I said, Oh man, it was like, it was just like, it was just like this Tanya B. I felt this kind of rise in my spirit. Bye. <laughs> I'm glad you felt something, Baco. <laughs> he did. Bye, did you? Yeah, I'm good. There comes a time when you heed a certain (laughs) call. (laughs) I was saying, when I said, I said, okay. I can hear it in my mind. I can hear it. (laughs) We are the children. (sighs) Okay. Tanya B, hey, just a couple couple of quick things. Get over yourself. I'm sorry. (laughs) A couple of quick things, y'all. Let's make this money. All right, that's what I'm saying. Get over it, girl. Uh, a couple quick things. Um, eight seasons, y'all. Why oh, shut up, man? <laughs> you just, you're just hating on her now. Look, you just hating. I'm not hating. You are, man. You Stop. Make this <laughs> hey, y'all. Just a couple of things in the tea, and we're gonna get to the closing thing. I want to. I want to really get some feedback on from from y'all who listen to the podcast. Um, eight seasons of Girlfriend on Netflix. I tried to watch all of them this weekend. Uh, and 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 I, I had forgotten that Kelsey Grammer backed that show on UPN. Yes, so he did. you he know, was in so, one episode. Yep. So so kudos. He is. He's in the Thanksgiving like episode. So that's right. Yeah. Kudos. Yep. And there was there was also uh, Girlfriends yep. Marathon on TV One this weekend as well. <laughs> Damn, they just cut into Netflix. But it, it, all episodes, uh, right. you could stream them on on Netflix. Um, and um, I, you know what? And, and I'm gonna say this, and I want to I want to ask y'all the opinion on on this last thing but this is like out of character for a lot of the shows we talk about on this show but on apple tv plus you know the guy y'all ever see the the what's up with that uh skip keenan thompson yeah and the guy in the red jumpsuit his name you know the one who's always doing the running man jason sudeikis jason sudeikis he has a show Mm -hmm. on apple tv plus that i think is freaking hilarious and i just watched one episode it's called ted lasso and he plays a like this Gomer Powell kind of football coach who takes over a soccer team in London. He knows nothing about soccer, but I'm not going to go into it. But it is just I mean, I, I, I started and I can't stop. It's like up to seven weeks. I just wanted to mention that to y'all. It's not the kind of show I typically watch, but I, I am really impressed with what he's doing with that. I mean, I, I, I'm like, damn, it's, it's really good writing. It's funny. And, um, you know, I, I, if you if you ain't got nothing, if you like done all your binge watching not bad it's uh ted lasso apple tv plus just thought i'd mention it all right hey this is the thing i wanted to get opinion on 
last thing, and we're gonna get let Tanya B go and 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 cook her cook her her heart and soul out in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> y'all, this thing cuties on Netflix, um, oh. and and it is mm-hmm. uh, you know basically how how do they? I'm trying to get to the fact that um, how they describe this thing. It is a you know want, 13, 14 year old girl. Yeah, and and this little it's a it's a girl who's a she is a Muslim woman, Muslim family in France. Little girl acts out because of some things that are custom in the Muslim community that her father has 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 vowed to take on. I think a second wife. She gets pissed off, so she starts acting out. So she jumps in and starts doing this whole dance, these, these dancers who they call cuties, this whole crew. And I, I guess my, my point in this, um, it reminds you, and, and y'all are old enough to remember Pretty Baby with uh, Brooke Shields back in the day, the controversy around that, uh, or the controversy around Jodie Foster, taxi driver. Why do you let your kids in a situation I mean, if I'm a parent, and I know this is France, maybe a different culture, but I think they caught heat in France. But it is catching hell in the U.S. to the point where people are trying to get investigations. There are like 600,000 signatures to drop uh, uh, Netflix. I- I'm-, I'm surprised that Netflix took this kind of heat on for this. Are, are you surprised, Tanya B., that they just decided to, you know, for the quote unquote nope. art? Are you surprised? I'm not surprised because at the end of the day, there's going to be so much brouhaha behind it. People, even if they don't like it, they will probably tune in to see how much of it they can tolerate. Because this show (sighs) to me is a combination. And I I came up in the pageant world, too, but I didn't start like when I was six, like John. But this is this is more combination of these little kitty pageants because these kids are sexualized and, you know, made up to be to look like pretty baby and, you know, grown really like midget women. And then you have the same situation like the TV show Dance Moms. Those girls, you know, are sexualized. They do, you know, what we would deem provocative uh, presentations for their age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess, you know, in France, it, it's not as much of a scarlet letter over there. So I believe yeah. over there, it's no big thing. But why the parents, even like with Dance Moms and the pageants and even cuties, it's about the bag. Yeah. But I, I just, I'm just you know shocked. What? If you don't have it, like, look at Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. She never won a pageant and she never will. But yeah. the parents will either live vicariously through their children yeah. for what they didn't have. Mm-hmm. And if you can put your kid out there and they can bring home enough money, they can win enough money to pay your rent or the kid goes out there. And I've seen six-year-old kids waiting cars and they couldn't drive, but the parents reap the benefits of it. That's why they do it. Well, I, I'm just here to tell you, I mean, I, I mean, just looking at comments on social media, uh, I, I, you know, I, I know the, you know, I, I, I don't want to watch this, you know, candidly. I mean, I don't even want it on, on my freaking Netflix in my, what do you call it? Uh, in my algorithm. Lock it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't Lock want it. It. I don't want it in my algorithm. But my point is, ultimately, um, I don't know why Netflix is putting their whole network on the line for this one movie. I just don't see the value in one movie. I know movie. why. I mean, I, I know it's money. I know it could mean money, but but it's just not even it's just not even when I look at the reviews of it on Rotten Tomatoes, it's not like this perfect, you know, tomato movie. It's not even 100 percent. I don't get it. I don't get why. they. But why? Why, Tanya B? Why? 
Because even if they take an L with this, they're going to make a bag with a bag, with a bag, with a bag, with a bag. Because from what I'm understanding, although it's ending on E, keeping up with the Kardashians is going to Netflix. They're going to get their money back. So I don't even know. If they uh, you know, I just I just think they're pissing the wrong people off. I mean, I know that because, you know, what? everybody has a daughter, a niece, a goddaughter, uh, you know, a sister. And think about it. Would you want your daughters, you know, to be basically sexualized like this and it's almost like they're giving perverts you know and you know an open ticket you know and that's what they like myspace and all these places and then the other thing that especially over here i know in georgia where it's really really bad you've mm-hmm. got this whole child the trafficking trafficking situation mm-hmm. going it's on bad. Too. it's bad and and you know the other thing real quick and i know we got to wrap it up so you can go do your do your food but the other thing, I don't, I don't know if y'all seen the movie Good Boys. Um, <laughs> I mean, even uh, what's his name? Uh, Seth Rogen with uh, the R-rated movie Good Boys. I watched that. And I'm like, damn, these, these boys are like 12, 13 and 14, man. It's like cussing every five. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. And, you know, I, I guess, you know, when, when when I was a kid, you know, sneaking, listening to Richard Pryor. Uh, you know, you know, mm-hmm. finding your, your dad's porn collection out in the garage and stuff like that. You know, this is on a different level, man. It's just like, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to be prude. I mean, but you over 18, you're an adult, you know, you could do whatever. But when, when you got situations where you got 11 year olds involved in, in, in the art, you know, portraying this, it's different when you got an 18 plus year old portraying in the movie, but these are like 11 yeah, I'm, I was. I don't know why they're underage. I don't know why they're 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 risking this much over this one movie. It just shocks me. But y'all can call. I love your feedback. Four one three five five six ninety five forty six. Four one three five five six ninety five forty six. Tanya B, you got anything uh, before we wrap? Before we close this thing out? Oh, I do want to say. Um, I, I just want to give the Dumb Donkey Stupid Award this week to uh, Josh Bellamy. He got arrested for uh, PPP loan fraud, took all this mm. money, mm. has a business that hasn't yeah. been active in over two years. And he went, you know, to Gucci, Dior, went to the casino, <laughs> bought a $62,000 ring. The total amount of the fraud that he's involved in <coughs> with these PPP loans is $24 million. And as Jeez. many small businesses as there are out there struggling, trying oh to just keep God. the doors open and stay in business. He, he needs to stop and he may go to jail and I hope he saved his money because he also lost his job. He going to Oop. the big house. <laughs> he going to the fair. Um, also, I got to just say uh, six Absolutely. months, zero weeks, zero days, six months and 17 hours or 18 hours since uh, Breonna Taylor's murder. Um, and just a quick update. Um, the grand jury has the case now. So they're basically whatever comes out of the yeah, whatever comes out of the grand jury is going to be the direction that they take. They could either acquit the cops or they could prosecute the cops or or put them up, put them on trial. So if they don't prosecute these cops, it's going to be L.A. night Rodney King all over again. People are it's already a powder keg. There was a young man down here in Georgia. that They caught the cops with their knee on his neck, almost killing this guy. And just when you think it's like people, I think, becoming even numb to this because every week it's something. But if. If if there is not justice for Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. I, agree. I think, you know, and I think the, the election is going to be sewn up, but, you know, with something like this. But I think that if they 
do not hold these policemen accountable because so many others have gotten away with it. Mm -hmm. This is a powder keg. I'm telling you. I agree. It's going to be crazy. All right, y'all. Hey, uh, again, thank you so much uh, for for all the support. These 50 episodes Um, just got to say, you know, go. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. That's the best place. At this is the G podcast. We'll have all the information there. Um, you know, I, I just have to say thanks to you, Tanya B. Thank you for all you do. Vi, thanks for uh, for for magically appearing on these uh, episodes out of the blue, <laughs> just dropping out the sky. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, thank you, man. And uh, and also, uh, you know, so you can follow us at at this is the G podcast. I'm just messing with you, man. And and you know oh, what? You for your efforts, man. I hope the Falcons win. You know, for your efforts, brother. I hope the Falcons win. Uh, <laughs> better start praying now. Like in color purple. Game. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to call Michael Vick. Put Michael Vick at, half, at halftime. Take the curse back, bro. Take the curse back. All right, y'all. <laughs> hey, with 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 that, um, you know, and, and I, I, one more thing, and I just got to say shout out to um, Osaka. She has proven, and she's trying to prove, I ain't Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> she is stepping up. You know, and I'm glad that she's saying, you know, that she's doing what she's doing because, you know, she ain't doing the tiger on us. She's very outspoken and just kudos and congratulations I her to her. Activism. I, I love, love I love what activism. she's doing. She lets her, you know, her activism speak for itself. And, and that's all I got to say. All right, y'all, with that, episode number 50 is in the can. And we are out of here. Come on, Patty. Come on, Gladys. Peace. Peace out, people. Give me some pie, Patty. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.